a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Twelve days. That's wild. It seems like both an eternity and the blink of an eye, all at the same time. It seems like this election season has gone back in history as, as long as I can remember, and yet... Uh, it wasn't that long ago that it wasn't even something we were considering. We have, as we have gotten closer to uh, election week, we've learned a lot. We have learned uh, much uh, about the tactics of candidates. We've learned much about uh, how the nature of debates can change pretty dramatically, pretty swiftly. Uh, and we have learned uh, some of the nuances that go into debates, maybe things that we had taken for granted or never even before uh, considered. What am I talking about? Well, uh, poll watcher. Poll watcher. Have you ever before, you know, if you're like an insider or one who tracks this stuff very, very closely more uh, than just uh, your average voter, you may be familiar with this term, poll watcher, specifically how it uh, applies in to, you know, to Election Day and specifically how it is defined in law. Yeah, it turns out poll watcher, it's not just a, a term that gets thrown around. That is a, a an actual uh, legally defined term and position. With it comes uh, responsib- responsibilities, uh, expectations, and parameters within which you must work if you are going to fill the role of poll watcher. Now, the reason... The reason it's fresh on my mind is uh, there was an announcement just yesterday from the office of the U.S. attorney for the District of Utah that uh, an assignment has been handed down uh, to an assistant U.S. attorney, Aaron Clark. Uh, He will be the new elections officer here for Utah, and it will fall upon his shoulders the duty of ensuring that there be safety and fairness uh, and the opportunity for all who desire to do so and qualify to do so to cast their ballot. Uh, in this presidential election and all the other elections, uh, all the other races that are taking place right now. We'll speak to the assistant U.S. attorney in the next segment. But before we get there, uh, I want to share with you some of these background details. What exactly is a poll watcher and why has the role of poll watcher come to the forefront? Uh, Let's go back a few weeks now. I believe it was that uh, President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden were together on stage in Cleveland, Ohio, on the campus of Case Western Reserve University, uh, quote-unquote, debating one another. Uh, there were not many, if I'm honest, there were not many uh, takeaways, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, things said and policy positions and presentations and uh, and fair, clear, and concise arguments made by either of the candidates. I, I fault them both, uh, and, and I extend some of that to, to Chris Wallace, but that's a conversation for another time of a few weeks past now. Uh, but one thing, though, that did emerge, one thing that did come through clearly during the debate was uh, a statement made by, by President Trump. This, again, during the first presidential debate, uh, and he urged supporters to be watchful uh, of the polls. Here's what the, here's what the president said. I'm urging my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. 
As you know, today there was a big problem. In Philadelphia, they went in to watch. They were called poll watchers, a very safe, very nice thing. They were thrown out. They weren't allowed to watch. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia, bad things. And Are I you- am urging... I am urging my people. I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair election, I am 100 percent on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. Okay, so he is urging his supporters to be poll watchers. Now, what does that mean exactly? It is not it is not that uh, that you uh, are able to just show up to the polls, uh, maybe cast your own ballot or turn in your ballot uh, uh, and, you know, in the places where in-person voting takes place or where uh, drop-offs take place of written ballots, uh, you don't get you don't just get to show up and have carte blanche access to the whole process. Uh, here in Utah, the, the Utah State Code addresses this. Uh, let me read it to you exactly as it appears in Utah State Code. This is the definition of a poll watcher. It is not just anyone who chooses to show up. Here is what the definition of a poll watcher is. It is, quote, and this is uh, Utah Code 20A-23201, and there's like a subsection or something in there. Anyway, here's the text from the code. It reads, any individual may become a watcher in an election at any time by registering as a watcher with the administering election officer, a candidate whose name will appear on the ballot, a qualified write-in candidate for the election, political party, or a political issues committee may certify an individual as an official watcher, designated by the parties or persons interested in a ballot issue by affidavit, one to watch counting ballots, one to inspect the ballot packages. One to watch counting ballots, one to inspect the ballot packages. If you've ever seen some of those uh, like political shows, I think there was a scene like this on Veep. I think I can remember one as well in House of Cards if you ever got into that one. Uh, there have been some shows that depict this practice where they're uh, as appropriately designated according to state law, someone watching the counting of ballots and one inspecting the ballot packages. This is where the uh, the interested parties, uh, those are candidates themselves, uh, and as you heard here in the listing of qualified folks, uh, political parties uh, and political issues committee or someone certified to appear on the ballot as a write-in candidate, or I'm sorry, someone uh, who is a qualified write-in candidate, they can all send someone to watch. And you communicate uh, that by, you know, filling out a little affidavit uh, and letting the poll workers uh, know. And that brings us to the next distinction and the next clarification that ought to be made. There is a significant difference between a poll worker and a poll watcher. Poll workers are volunteers, Uh, performing roles such as checking in voters, directing them to the ballot booth, and generally trying to make Election Day operations run smoother, uh, run smoothly, I should say. And then poll watchers, as we've described here, they're typically political party or candidate appointees who serve as the eyes and ears to ensure there are no problems at their assigned polling place. Uh, So can you uh, just show up and be uh, a poll watcher? No, you can't. No, you can't. There is an orderly process, uh, and you must pass through it. Uh, And it is not as simple as the president invites to show up uh, and and just watch things. There is a process through which you must pass. If you are interested in in filling this role, uh, then here in the state of Utah, uh, you would need to make contact with a candidate, a qualified write-in candidate, a political party, or a political issues committee. Any of those groups may certify an individual as a poll watcher. They do so by providing an affidavit to those in charge 
of the election. So that's that. There's all kinds of background right there. Now, how does the system stay safe and fair? Uh, Well, there is a man assigned to ensure just that. It is Assistant United States Attorney for, uh, for the District of Utah, Aaron Clark. He will be my guest next after the break to share what his duties are and how he intends to accomplish them. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.